I said, Damana repeated, I don't do that. His mortal mask slipped a bit askew, and he couldn't hide, for a moment, the piece of him that was perilous, a god. Tijon's smirk faltered. Talk of whores diverted elsewhere, now in hushed tones, brothers leaning together like boys trading nasty whispers within earshot of the father. Damana looked south. Coming up the path, their caravan would travel down tomorrow. A northbound caravan was just arriving at the station of Mother of Waters. Half the size of theirs, this caravan had a couple hundred burrows, some fifty men, merchants, and brothers. At the back of the caravan, some few dozen buffalo were driven along by men riding camels of a sort Damana had not seen before, sleek and agile. Buffalo riders, said Fidu, eyes too on this arrival. He, like Damana, cared nothing for what went on in the tents beyond the market, caring only for his two beloved wives and eleven children. Buffalo riders, were they? Yes. Look at the beaded leathers, the long locked hair, their complexion not some singular color like other people's, but three shades at once. How did it go? Oxblood, amber, good earth. Everything just as in the tall tales and melancholy songs brothers told or sang at nightly camps. One thing puzzled Demana, though. Ain't they supposed to ride the buffalo? He dearly wanted to see that. Some rider perched high atop a buffalo's hump and clinging, presumably, to the horns. Fidu gave a crack of incredulous laughter. Ride em. Well, they called buffalo riders, ain't they? Oh, baby, what kind of sorcerer are you supposed to be thinking they ride buffalo, not herd em? Leastways, I don't wrestle barehanded with bandits trying to stab me with a knife. Ooh, said the brothers. Damana and Fidu went back and forth for a few good-natured rounds of insult. Jojo and Waliad ran up. Captain said, they blew, they puffed. The captain said, tell that damn sorcerer to bring his lazy, loafing ass on. No doubt that had been the sense of his message. But Captain stooped neither to low speech nor ever to profanity. Damana rose with his spear and punched at half speed for Waliad's head. Laughing, the boy just managed to duck away. Hold this. Damana tossed his bag to Kumalo. Some brothers risked a look askance, others gawped in awe at the bag. One or two made a sign against the beast. Unlike his brothers, easygoing Kumalo suffered no pangs of either fear or curiosity. Certainly one ancient little heirloom passed down to mortal offspring from the gods gone back to heaven was not enough to rouse him. Bag on his chest, Kumalo resumed drowsing in the grass. To the east, as far as sight went, there was a view of overgrazed scrub and cracked earth, all in shades of gray and dun. The weedy field of goat chips inclined slightly, the black-robed figure standing tall against morning's blue-gold sky. Captain exuded his familiar tang spice of impatience. Damana hustled up the dry acres to him. One of the